Hello. Welcome to Closed Door Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Mill Ivory. If you're looking for a non-judgmental, open and honest conversation about any and all things that are usually discussed behind closed doors, you're in the right place. Today's conversation is about trust. Why the fuck did I say we are not there yet? Because we not, shit. People want to get in these relationships and they want to move out fast. Like, nigga, you don't even know me. Like, what are we doing right now? So we're going to talk about this shit because that's what we do over here. I have, I'm, and I'm manifesting, baby. We manifesting this thing, but he is definitely a life coach. But Dr. Vernon Scott is here with me today. And we're going to mm-hmm. talk about trust and the importance of trust. And... um. Just, you know, do how the fuck we do on closed door conversations. No telling what we're going to talk about. He is also um, training to be a sex expert, but right now. So, um, yeah, so obviously we're going to talk about that because I love to talk about this shit. Anyway, <laughs> Bernie, introduce yourself to the people. Hello, y'all. How y'all doing? My name is Dr. Vernon T. Scott. I'm happy to be here on Closed Door Conversations. Thank you so much for having me, Mill. It is a pleasure. Uh, I am the host of the Holiloquy podcast. Um, That's a podcast of just bringing people out of a compressed box of what we all know about sexuality. Why do motherfuckers with degrees want to use them big words? Go ahead. Stop! (laughs) They be talking about all kind of shit over there. Make sure y'all check his platform out because he be talking about all kind of shit, Okay. Sex is shit. So anyway, Look, go ahead. Not, with the not one episode without sex. That's one thing I do know is we fucking over there, y'all. I don't nah, even know not. how my shit always in the sex either. I ain't even doing all that fucking, but I'm talking about it. <laughs> Ain't it? Cause mm, look, I'm in a dry spell right now. Oh, audience, there you go. That's that's your introduction to me. I'm in the dry spell. <laughs> wanna, but guess what? But guess what they got before they got that dry spell. So we gonna get this black king his credit, Doctor Vernon T. Scott. Goddamn it, oh, author. Know. We ain't even told him about your book. Who the fuck write a book about that? Y- y'all better check this man. Y'all check Whoa. this king. <laughs> what I like is it don't matter what his accolades is. Y'all see, he's still down to earth. So closed door family i know y'all know how we do we ratchet and raw over here and we love to be intelligent with it too because it's okay it's okay it's to okay. be who you are so yeah so that's why i fuck with burning tea i don't know why i like that say not burning i like to say burning tea goddamn and that's good that means ain't nobody else calling you burning tea but me right right so <laughs> now and the topic you guys see that we are not there yet but it's really about trust to have trust in a relationship, rather, is a friendship, a situationship, any type of ship, sexual relationship. It means that you feel some sense of safety and security with that person. When it comes to a friend, especially loyalty, but partners, for me, I need to feel safe, secure, and I need to know that you're loyal to me. Um, so today, we're going to talk about it. But in short, we're going to say that trust means that you can rely on another person because you feel safe with them and have confidence that they would not hurt or violate you. Mm. Hurt or violate you. Let's Girl. fucking talk about it, Vernon D. <laughs> Why you had to say violate? Because that's the thing. That's the thing right there. It's like... When well, I said with- violate for my pre-interview because <laughs> I was thinking about that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So let's talk about it. Go ahead, Doc. Because it's like I'm I'm big on consent already. And if I most definitely when it comes to like having sex with the person, 
that means if I invite you over to my space, that means I'm comfortable enough with you to invite you into my my kingdom, my 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 sanctuary, my 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 place, my humble abode of many many blessings. So you're coming over to here, come into my space. That that there's already a level of comfort there, and if you betray that trust regardless if it's something dealing with the soul or even if it's something like a lie that 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 it is a violation it is something that really hits a person at a core regardless of who you are like <laughs> Vernon T Vernon T did you hear the most important people don't feel like lying is a violation child like you could you can say a little white lie. I don't, I don't care, care how little lie. it is. I don't care how the fuck clear. I don't care if you talking about white. I don't care if that bitch clear. I don't, you're not gonna come <laughs> over here. It's a lie. And it's not okay. And I feel like if you can't be open and honest with me and tell me the truth, don't tell me shit. Like what are we why are we talking? Look, if you look, if you sprinkle sugar on shit. What is it still? It's just sweet ass shit. That's what it is. It's just stinking ass. <laughs> <laughs> like so, that's what a lie is. I, and I agree. So getting into that though, why do you feel like is it to you is important to have trust in a relationship, rather as a friendship or um I'm going to just say, guys, when I say relationship, we talking about all kinds of shit. We talking about friendships, trust with your friends. We talking about um, sexual relationships. We talking about, well, intimate relationships, because, you know, sometimes you intimate with people. Intimacy and sex is two different things. And since you're an expert on this shit, I'm probably going to have you back on the show when I talk about this shit, because it's two <laughs> different things. And I know what I like about you is you get down with me how I get down. So I need a motherfucker that's going to really get down when we get into that conversation. But yeah, so why do you feel like it's important to have trust in a relationship? Let's start there. So I, I personally feel like uh, as human beings, we all look for people that we can be vulnerable with. And because of that, uh, that craving to be vulnerable with uh, other people, we guard our hearts because we do not want to be vulnerable with the wrong person. We don't want yeah. to let the wrong person into our space and know that they're just going to fuck us over. So that's why trust is one of those things that's very important because we want to have someone within our circle that we can have a conversation with that we can share our thoughts with to know that we're not going to be judged to know that whenever you're off alone with somebody else that you're not bad mouthing me that regardless you're going to defend me when I'm not there mm -hmm. and it's not to say that this same person is not going to let you know of your know of your flaws it's just that I'm over here talking about Tyrone or Keisha right now and neither one of them are here I need somebody who's going to be like, hey, if Shut you want to be having up. this conversation, I'd rather have Tyrone and Keisha with us. So if you're not going to say this in their face, <laughs> you, you shouldn't be saying this to me. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to be nice as your friend. I'm going to say, shut the fuck up because you wrong, goddamn. You wrong right now. You, <laughs> have you told Tyrone or Keisha that? Okay, well, we're not having this conversation. You we're need not. to talk to Tyrone and Keisha about this shit, right? Mm -hmm. So speaking of the vulnerability... How do you feel about, or what would you tell a person like me? Because I'm really like Fort Knox in this motherfucker. So as a life coach, 
Um, what would you tell a person like me that's like, I'm super, super guarded. And I say I'm Fort Knox because I'm the type of person, I take my friendships serious. The friendships that I have, I have for years and we're like family. Mm -hmm. Um, relationships is a whole different thing. So, so I, I have you know, three. if I take a friendship series, what I used to feel like, I, I feel like with, with relationships and intimate relationships, as far as men mm -hmm. and sexuality, I always, I take friendships more serious, but I yeah. feel like when it comes, I always feel like men is fucking replaceable, but what the fuck happened when you open up to this person? Cause I have this situation and you're completely comfortable with this person. You completely trust this person this person just makes your soul feel good. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then the situation is like, we're not together. So how the fuck do we move forward with this? You know, like first I, I, I had a feeling you were going to bring in this life post situation and I got you, I got, I got an answer for you. Um, now I said, but, what if you tell a person like me, you know, I got a little mm -hmm. TT of a thug in me now. So oh, you I got, got you. I got you. <laughs> we, 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 if we have a coach, coaching session now, we're going to have a coaching. I'm joking. <laughs> but like essentially, what, even with the concept of, you know, being replaced, one of the things you have to rec recognize is that we're all replaceable uh, in somebody's eyes. And even recognizing that allows you to be a little bit more vulnerable with other people because in a way, not with me though. See, I'm not like ever. I just feel like I'm you, irreplaceable. Though. Like once I once I open up to you and we get there and we there and I promise you I can count on one hand and mm -hmm. still have change of the people that I've opened up, especially when it comes to men. I mm -hmm. promise you, as old as I am, I, I I'm just not I'm not that cheap. Because the um, like <clears throat> let's say um, one of the first thing is identifying where is that hurt coming from. Because the reason why people are a lot, are always guarded is because they're protecting them, uh, themselves from something. You have to recognize exactly what are you guarding yourself from. Are you still guarding yourself um, from somebody that hurt you th three years ago, ten years ago? Oh, it's and been my fucking are, years. It was my baby daddy. I know exactly what my motherfucking problem is. It was my baby daddy and my damn son. My youngest is twenty five. So the question is: Is why are you not letting them go? And this and this and this ain't no disrespect. And I try to be careful because I almost saying that nigga dead, but <laughs> he is Lord rest the dead. Out of respect for my kids, he was murdered. Their father was murdered. Mm -hmm. But it's just amazing how you deal with inside hurt. And mm -hmm. is I feel like I've dealt with it and I've lived through it. Like I don't be breaking down crying and shit. Like I I can talk about this shit. And mm -hmm. the crazy thing about that hurt is. Like we had like one of the best relationships. Like I'm the type of person, like if you're my partner, um, as in, um, for, you have to be my friend also. Like mm -hmm. I'm the type of person I'm cool with my girls. I still, I'm going to go out with my girls. I've had my girl time, but it ain't nothing that I can't do with my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And also you have to allow me to be me. So now it's to the point after I had kids, our relationship changed. And it, he became abusive, just the short of the story. And just like once I broke loose from that shit, it was just like, damn. And so like I'm over it. I've healed from the abuse part. And I'm able to talk to other people to help them. I'm even able to talk openly about it. I laughed mm -hmm. at some of the damn stories. But deep down, I'm that person that's like, I don't care how traumatic it is or how light it is. If it's something that hurts me, I'm not doing this shit no more. Mm-hmm. 
I have that mentality. Like we're not doing that shit no more. It does not matter. You're going to have to show me something different. I get that. And the thing is, even when it comes to you proud about it, you healed from it, you are able to speak about it. A lot of people don't realize how ingrained certain things, most definitely if it is abuse, how your body still remembers those touches, your body still remembers that pain. Even if you don't uh, consciously think of it, your body knows. Like every time somebody might get close to poking your shoulder, you automatically jolt, um, jolt back and they haven't even touched you. It's just your body remembers that reaction that- Yeah, like you ain't time... even finna smack me on my motherfucking ass too hard. Mm-hmm. Because and... I'd be like, oh, hold up now. Like- Yeah, and but... a lot of that. Uh-huh. There was a time when you couldn't even hit me on my ass. I don't care how much pleasure you giving me if we we getting it from the back. And you know, niggas like to play with you. They like to smack your ass and do that. Mm-hmm. It was a time you could not do that to me. Mm-hmm. I felt like I, I didn't grew from that because now nah, you can smack me a little TT, but I ain't into pain. <laughs> I ain't into pain and shit. I don't want to be slapped, choked, and all that shit. I don't. Yeah, and that goes back to what we're talking about, which trust. You have to be in the position where you can allow your body, you have to trust your body to heal. You have to allow yourself to trust that you can be open and vulnerable with yourself so that other pe- you can be open and vulnerable with other people. Because it's not enough to be able to vocalize most of the time. What is because... off subject? This off subject. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, very, I'm a very sexually open person, mm-hmm. but I have to trust you right mm-hmm. um i'm really the type of person like that's and this is why i chose we are not there yet for the topic i'm the type of person we gonna talk we gonna i'm old school i like to be courted and all this shit mm-hmm. but even as far as friendship a regular friendship with a man or a girl a regular friendship i still i'm still guarded with you because i'm so open with my friends i like to go places and have fun and as a professional and i know you get that as a professional with a little hood in me like we're not gonna be talking about how i was fucking twerking all over the dance floor we're not finna because bitch i'm about to work like we're mm-hmm. not gonna be talking how every other word out of my mouth was a cuss word because People in closed door conversations, they get the unapologetically meal. That's what they get. But people in the workplace say, get, get, thank you for calling Highway Patrol. This is Millson. That's what the fuck they get. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or communications. This is Millson. How can I help you? That's what the fuck they get. And you could be cussing me out on the other end. I'm like, okay. Um, and, and I'm real professional with it. Okay. Can you hold for a second? I, I need to give you a moment to calm down because if you continue to use that language with me, I'm not going to be able to assist you. But in my head, I'm like, bitch, Girl. I'm going to need you to get right because I'm going to hang the fuck up on you. <laughs> but- that was me. That was me when I was in the call center. I tell somebody real quick. Um, I wouldn't say what we're not going to do. That, that would be the tone. <laughs> I mean, and you know what? Sometimes that hood kick in and you have to pull it in. You'd be like, okay, man, what we're not going to do is, <laughs> and then you get right. We're not going to disrespect each other. I do. And then you have to be empathetic and shit. I do understand that you have things going on, but what I need you to do is calm down for me right now. You um, know, I, you have, I to have my that. little favorite line. Yeah. Uh, if you're unable to, uh, what was it? If you're unable to, Speak in a way that is conducive of doing business. Oh, that's my word. Continue if, this conversation, oh and I will you, hang up the phone. <laughs> how about Vernon? My word is: if you cannot speak to me in a manner that's conducively and mutually respectful, yes. that's my word. Bitch, you respect me, I'm gonna respect you. But if you get ratchet, <laughs> bitch, 
I'm from Port Arthur, Texas, the land of the trail, bitch. I can get ratchet. And then in South Carolina, I was raised on Little Mountain Road. So I went from the land of the trail to 96 South Carolina, Little Mountain Road. All that shit ratchet, let go. <laughs> like, why are you playing with me? You over here acting like a thug. This nigga will pull the fuck up. If you like, right. Like, don't, man, don't make me. Don't make don't, me. Don't let me be at that point where I'm ready to quit this damn job. <laughs> oh, so basically, what you're, oh, I've been there, but we're going to stay on subject. Basically, as an expert, you're saying that even though I'm over it, is is mentally if I'm over it and I've dealt with it emotionally, it's, it, it's like, is it like a trained muscle? In a way, yeah. Your body remembers everything. You're like, you can be with somebody for like 10 years and that'd be your only sexual partner. And they could, um, they probably weren't even the best at sex for you. And still your body remembers their touches. Your body still remembers the pleasure that they provide. Oh, I, I remember people touches and I be feeling some type of way because I'm <laughs> I, and you talking about beating, but I'm talking about some meals because being as though I'm in a situation now where I'm going through this self journey and this healing and all of this stuff. I can't tell you when the last time my body's been touched into me intimately. And for me, intimacy is more important than sex. Mm-hmm. Now in order for you to get to the six, cause we doing this shit, we doing it. That's on period. And you're going to be good when I, you know, finish, <laughs> but I'm not saying that is, it's just as important, I guess, because mm-hmm. the more close, the closer I feel to you, the more I trust you. There go that word again, trust, the more open I'm going to be to trying things and experiment things and just letting myself go with you. You know what I'm saying? So do you feel like people nowadays, like I understand and I feel like a lot of people just get into it, like they get into these friendships and their relationships and they don't know they people. I, I say that it's it's it's, it's 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 prevalent out here like there's that's that's the that's the culture that we live in these days. And I hate that so much because we are we are all about instant gratification. We don't want to figure out who our uh, partners are. We don't want to learn their sexual histories. We don't want to know if they have any uh, STIs or been exposed to anything recently. Think about this. Mofos were still fucking out here at the beginning of the pandemic as though we're not all shut down. <laughs> like I mean it was throwing the ass. At the end of the day, if I know you clean and I'm clean and I'm horny, like she. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it is. That's how it I is. I mean, but they was being reckless out there. But see, that's the, I think, I don't feel like I'm the marriage type. Like, let me not say I'm definitely the marriage type because I like to just cook and clean and be around my man and be, mm-hmm. I, I, I be needing a partner. Like, I just want to travel the world. And I mean, we just going to work. We gonna get money, and then we gonna enjoy that shit. Like that's all I want to do. So let me mm-hmm. not say I'm not the marriage type, but I definitely don't see marriage in my future. Um, I've never seen myself. Well, let me stop lying. I did see myself as a wife one time. I was engaged and shit. I was all in love. This mm-hmm. was the first nigga that made me feel like, yeah, nigga, I'm gonna let you wife me. Like, yeah, that's what we doing. <laughs> that opened up a whole new, a whole new can of hurt, and that was on me being childish and immature because I broke up with him for no reason. But um that was me being um emotionally unstable and making life decisions <clears throat> excuse me that I may shouldn't have so we're not gonna even get into that either I I really I I really need to fucking write a book 
You wrote a book about that this shit. I need to write a book about life because this bitch they've been through some things. Look, I I say everybody. Some people disagree with this, but I definitely say everybody needs to write a book um, about their own personal experiences because you don't know who you're going to connect with with the the life that you live. Right. Um, which is part of the reason why I even sat down to write mine is to connect with people who are just trying to be more sexual and be more free. Like how you said, being sexually <laughs> free. You can be sexually free with your partner, though. See, I'm that mm-hmm. kid. I want to be sexually free, but I want to be sexually free with my partner. Like we both can be so like we both can be single, but still be committed to each other. Like I literally was in a situation like that for years mm-hmm. and didn't really even necessarily ignite. I'm just not going to say no it because I knew that I wasn't getting busy with nobody else. My first instinct every time something happened was to go to him or be with him. And, you know, because he he comforted me and he also did things to me that relaxed me. it made me feel good and stuff and um yeah but we didn't verbalize that (laughs) i get that you know it it is a lot of people don't even think about that for real because we're so we're educated to think that we need to get married to be in a happy relationship marriage is not for everybody some people are just looking for a partnership some uh somebody's that you're committed to and that's perfectly fine is it a partnership am i looking for a partnership it sounds like it it let me go coach you're looking coach put me in the game coach it sounds like like you want somebody that you can you're on equal standing with where you are both mutually um enjoying life uh, exploring your sexuality, exploring your likes. Exploring yeah, but I your- want to only explore with my partner. Like mm-hmm. I don't want, I don't want to be out here like doing all this extra shit. But you know what? Now that I think about, it, damn, coach, you must be good at your goddamn shit. What you do Man, now? I'm you so done bought some shit. <laughs> because listen, I always said that I don't want to be in a relationship, right? But I guess that's what you would call it, like a partnership, right? Mm-hmm. And. But like, I'm gonna tell you, like my, my, my girlfriend say my friend, when I say girlfriend, I mean, my friends, Mm -hmm. this motherfucker be like, bitch, that's a boyfriend. Y'all, y'all, y'all doing everything. Put a fucking title on that thing. This, this, her, 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 Uh, some things don't need titles. (laughs) Some things don't need titles. I think that's, I think that's the problem. I'm not a title person and I really probably be doing girlfriend shit. This nigga probably be doing, but I'm the type of person. I'm so old school. Like, if I talk to you, it's certain shit that I require. Niggas of the new school feel like that's boyfriend shit. But to me, it's normal man shit. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Men supposed to fucking pump your gas and get your car clean. And you ain't got to be my boyfriend to be like, hey, I'm sending so-and-so over there to detail your car. Oh, they just let me know. That. But for me, that's letting me know you're thinking about me. Mm-hmm. Right? And in my head, as it pertains to the topic of trust, is letting me know that I can trust you to take care of me. Mm. Is is about taking care of a person. So that leads me to my list, next list of questions because I feel like I, you know, I've said this on my show before, and, and in a pre-interview, I mean, I, yeah, I definitely told you this because you was like, do it. <laughs> Thinking about going to to get my certification to be a sex therapist and a life coach. Because I feel like I am very diverse and knowledgeable about a lot of things, but my things come from experiences, life experiences, which is even better, Mm -hmm. I think. 
but you know how it be you get in the classroom and they be like no bitch because you be trying to put all your shit on your patients <laughs> <laughs> like but, uh i had a i had this conversation with somebody uh in the past and i told them i've i've experienced so many different lives but only live my own Right. And um, that's because of within my uh, role as coaching other people, learning more about them, learning about their life experience and sharing what I know from other people who may have been in those similar situations. Like when you are like a coach or when you are uh, having these, like even when it comes to your uh, individual relationships, you do have to always come in with the, your own personal experiences because yes yeah, statistically speaking this statistically speaking that but the, the stats are always missing the context the context of other people's realities the context of people's experiences once Absolutely. you get that you can make better decisions right and, and then you can say this is what my experience was so do with that as you play uh please adjust it to what you have you know what you mm-hmm. feel like accommodate you so that being said what do you feel like people can do to build more trust? And do you feel like there's a time, ah, guys, I just have such a good conversation with him. I just be wanting to talk to him, but I do have to stick to the facts and get y'all this damn information while we got this, this life coach here. Um, so do you feel like is a time limit on trust? So, um, well, for the building trust side, uh, I I always recommend communication, clear communication, but the best way to gain trust is to offer trust first. Um, A lot of people want to play that game. I'm sick of you fucking exposing me. I'm sick of this shit. Golly, I'm sick of this shit. Go ahead now. I'm good at what I do. Look like I got it. Go ahead. What the fuck kind of trust? I need to get some goddamn body when I'm trying to make sure they goddamn goddamn trust me. I need to trust a motherfucker before I get him a goddamn trust. Look, and that's the thing. If I give you my you number, to... though, if I give you a number, that's my love, my love of trusting you. Because I don't be giving out my motherfucking <laughs> phone number. So, okay, let me give myself credit what credit is due. So I give you my phone number, okay? That's my mm-hmm. trust. That's what the fuck I got for you. Go ahead. And that's good. That's good. Um, That means you're giving them access to you. And okay. now it is for them. What the to fuck you going to do with it? Ball in your court. The ball is in your court. You have to be. Like most definitely when it comes to relationships, you have to go into a relationship willing to be hurt because whenever you go into that, knowing that, hey, it, it, there's a possibility that things may not work out. Yeah, you go with this shit again. You I'm are not, a lot more strong. I'm willing to be motherfucking hurt. I'm willing to cut your ass the fuck off time you piss me off or do something that make me feel like I can't trust you. That's why I'm single. I you fucking mm-hmm. uh, fuck that. You have to, I'm not willing to you. be hurt. I feel you like to, motherfucker. You have to travel. I don't come to your goddamn. <laughs> I bring the whole fucking table and put that bitch down, bitch, and we both gonna have a seat. So Amen. yeah. So I just pack my whole table to fuck up and shit. <laughs> no, I'm not. Go ahead now. But you're she, right. You're right. Shit. First you time to. I got to give for start giving damn trust. <laughs> then I got to be willing to be hurt. It's Fort. Didn't I tell you it's Fort Knox over here? I'm not trying to be hurt. We can explore each other and get to know each other without mm-hmm. hurting each other. I feel like, and 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 coach, and that's respectfully. How do motherfuckers say when they feel to be disrespectful? <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> I don't feel like you should go into a situation because I feel like that's distrust in itself. If you go into a situation feeling like, I feel like you can go into a situation prepared mentally mm-hmm. to be hurt, right? Mm-hmm. Which may be what you were saying. 
Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to go open to be hurt because I'm not going into this shit to be hurt. I'm going into the shit to feel good, even if it's just a little shank to shank, boom, boom, room, room. Like, <laughs> that's not what we're doing. But who we're says- not here to hurt each other. We up, we're here to uplift each other, whether you my nigga, whether you my... Mm-hmm. Lord, forgive me for being like my question. Lord, you know. My question is who's to say being open to being hurt is not being mentally prepared for that possibility? That's what I'm saying. Is that what you're saying though? Mm-hmm. It's the exact same I, thing. It, 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 to me though, I, I go into relationships and any type of friendships like that. But mm-hmm. I feel like you, I feel like for me, I'm going in there prepared to distrust because I feel like a motherfucker gonna do me wrong or treat me wrong or do but. I see it. See, y'all don't know. We we on video. Sometimes I do video on y'all only hit audio. He went to open his damn mouth. I did him like I was his mama with that one damn finger. But <laughs> but I I look at it. I guess it makes sense though, because even if you're going in there feeling like I'm protecting myself from the distrust, you really are still opening up yourself to be hurt. Mm-hmm. Because we're just saying it different. Are you looking at it from a different aspect, but it's technically the same thing? Because think of it like an eggshell, right? An eggshell is very protected. Um, not saying that if you slam it on the ground, it's not going to break because definitely it's going to break, but it's very protected. Whatever's inside can't come out, right? Mm-hmm. But you also have to think about the opposite side of that. Whatever good cannot come in. Hmm. And that's the same thing with... Um, so when with I give you my phone number, according to mm-hmm. your analogy, I crack that bitch a little bit, look a little TT. Yes. Okay. You cracked it a little bit to let a little bit more in. I agree. But with that. whenever you go into a space, most definitely when you're trying to really build trust with the person, mm-hmm. you have to make sure that you're willing to let that egg go completely open. And the reason why is because you're the reason I say you have to be willing to be hurt is because <laughs> the hurt is not a guarantee. That That's just true. means you're leaving yourself open for whatever emotions that's going to come with whoever you're inviting into your space but what if you what if you and and i think hurt is more prevalent prevalent i think in relationships or situationships or courtships Mm -hmm. or fuckships or whatever it's more prevalent so if if we say we a couple of years i know you a couple of years right Mm -hmm. and we cool we vibe together we cool the intimacy is good and all of that good stuff um and we good but then you do some shit that really hurt me like it probably shouldn't hurt me but it fucking hurts me mm-hmm. but at the same time you want to know it because it's the truth like mm-hmm. <laughs> is that crazy to feel like i no. want you to be open and honest with me but that shit hurt me but no. you feel like for so long like i'm hurt mm-hmm. but i ain't gonna say shit but you act differently you call yourself a lot of people do that and i'm guilty mm-hmm. for that i will adjust myself and that's it i'm saying in relationships but it's also in friendships as well mm-hmm. because if you feel like a friend that's been two-timing or be, felt went talked about you or went did some foul ass shit you may still feel like they're a good person mm-hmm. but you're not gonna fool with them the way you used to fool with them mm. and like in those situations it's, it's like are you willing to forgive that person? Because look, you're valid in feeling that hurt regardless because it was something that hurt. And if you're going to change your actions and not even speak on the hurt, you have no business of being upset at, at any point. Because you didn't give them the opportunity 
to I and it, I feel like the truth needs no explanation though. But I we all like have the, different truths. Huh, this is true, but it's still going to be true to me mm-hmm. because one thing you can do is you can't change the way you make a person feel. That's true. Right. And my feelings are my feelings. Mm-hmm. It does not matter whether it was done intentionally or not. You made me feel that way. Mm-hmm. And I can't unfeel that. Mm-hmm. No matter how mm-hmm. minor it is, whether I felt it, even if I felt it was a, a disrespect or I don't even, it's not, sometimes it don't even be as deep as a disrespect. So, it, it, it just makes you feel a way that you don't like how it makes you feel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, ooh. It's, and it's not even like a jug in the heart. It's just like a little tap like, ooh, fuck, I ain't like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck that shit. I'm not doing that again. Like, I'm gonna mm-hmm. fucking hit you with a taser or some shit. I'm not doing that no more. Yeah, that's a fight. That's a fight. <laughs> At that point, <laughs> I'm moving up on your Well, maybe it ain't strong as a goddamn taser burning. God damn. I'm over here like, did you hear you with a fucking taser? Okay. Soon soon as I get this pee off of me, I'm whooping that ass. Oh, because you're going to piss. You fucking going to pop foul the fuck out. So yeah, it ain't it ain't deep as a taser, but you know what I'm saying. What if it like it was a pinch, like a but it Mm. wasn't a regular pinch, like a pinch your grandma used to do in church. Where they grab your motherfucking skin and they twist it. And I like that you use that because there's there's levels to everything that we feel and the, the uh, hurt that we feel too. I bet when your when mama you get, pinch you, you ain't do that shit no goddamn mo. So why you, you gonna didn't. let another motherfucker do that shit to you when they not pinch you when they paint you? Why are you gonna let them do it again? When you get pinched. <laughs> but the question is, did you forgive grandma? Man, let's we not gonna talk about grandmas because one thing about me, Medea can't make no motherfucking mistakes. I don't give a fuck. Medea ain't making no mistakes. My grandmother in a whole new league. She like one of the old school, old school monarchs of the mm. family. And we are blessed to have one of the few families that still have them left. So yeah. I ain't talking about Medea. She is off motherfucking limits. She is <laughs> well, going. About, we don't talk about her. You you have siblings, right? Oh God, I do. How many of them hurt you in that you're still childhood? You know you got in fights with your siblings. Oh, we used to fight all the time. That shit was normal. That ain't that kind of hurt like that. <laughs> I mean, oh, but start, it still We just start hurting each other, hurting each other like that until we got older. But the good thing is, as you said, communication. Like, mm-hmm. we were blessed to have a family where we used to sit down and communicate. My mom was big on communication. Mm-hmm. And so we used to have family meetings and shit. I actually grew up with my kids, giving them family meetings because I appreciated that open communication Mm. and that open dialogue where we can speak freely about how we felt. And Mm. I do. And for me, that makes it hard for me with friendships and relationships and stuff, because everybody's not open to -hmm. discuss their feelings. And some people they're on a defense and they feel like if we're talking about it, then they feel a type of way. But for me, mm-hmm. we're talking about it because it's a necessary thing to get a resolution to something I'm feeling or something that I that I'm going through. And I'm just trying to express that to you so I can get a better understanding of why I felt that way. Again, mm-hmm. you can't change how I feel because once you give me that feeling, I can't take it back. But what you can do is you can soothe it over or you can make me understand your point of view. Me understanding your point of view will make me intention is a motherfucker let's say that yes intention it'll make me understand your intention if you had zero intentions of hurting me or making me feel that way 
I can respect that better and we can move on from that versus it being well. <laughs> Shit happens. <laughs> or if we don't ever talk about it mm-hmm. again, if we don't ever talk about it, then I would never know what your true intentions were because it's like a person like me. I'm a real blunt person. And so I can say things to people. And if you don't truly, truly know me, mm-hmm. then you can take it the wrong way. And the intentions are usually pure they're not mischievous you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying but it can come out like if a purpose a person is not open to a person being honest with them they'll feel a type of way yes all the time and you know that's even going with the that's how you build trust is having that space to communicate with people and also ensuring that you are receptive of their criticisms or their differences in um, how they live their lives, or even with those people who can't take something bluntly, um, being willing and, or knowing that you might have to approach this in a softer way. Um, exactly. like, I agree with that. Like with, um, with having high defenses up, uh, a lot of people don't realize that when you do have your defenses up at all the time, all the time, and you release them in order for you to articulate how you're feeling and um they don't see when they put those defenses back up whenever other people are trying to articulate how they're feeling and how they want to respond to something or how they may have hurt you and want to explain themselves mm-hmm. um so that in itself prevents people from rebuilding trust getting over that hurt um because one person in this uh, spectrum was able to vocalize how they felt and how they were um, uh, were mistreated and mishandled. But mm-hmm. me on this end, I have to accept that and just go. And I don't have the opportunity to at least let them know, hey, I am sorry I hurt you. I do want forgiveness in this moment. And I cannot take back what I did but do I have the opportunity to at least explain where my mind was at at that time? Because it makes me? a difference. At the end of the day, if you're human, it does make a difference because sometimes we will deflect outwards what we're feeling mm-hmm. inside that we're not exposing or sharing with people. Again, when earning trust, that's why it's important to be able to communicate with people. Mm-hmm. But what if we're not there yet? What if I don't know? What if... I'm going to use this a very personal example. So what if you and I become friends mm-hmm. and you don't know that when me, well, everybody listening to closed door conversations, fucking no, unfortunately, <laughs> just it like you don't know about none of this shit. You don't know that when Mill is going through stuff that she closes herself out to deal mm-hmm. with it. Mill is the woman because I feel like as a strong black woman it's okay for me to be in, but I can't definitely can't fucking break. Right. Mm-hmm. and so therefore I close myself off because I cut off all the other bullshit that I feel like that may mentally cause me to be in a space that I don't want to be but you feel some type of way if you texting me or you calling me and I'm just like literally ignoring your ass so but if you we were to a point where we were had trust in our relationship you would know that oh she just she must be going through something and i'm the type of person i'm very verbal with people i trust so after the fact you're gonna hit a whole motherfucking story hmm. but in that moment you don't but you don't know that so uh i will say like the like let's say regular client and uh black woman who comes to me and says um uh, i <laughs> 
I, I can't break. I tell, I, I, I will always tell Black women this, break. Do it. Allow yourself to break. Because you need that. You need a break. You need that emotional release. I'm you so need to you telling me no shit. longer all be this shit strong. be motherfucking working for me all this goddamn time now. Stop telling me. I don't want to talk to you about that no more. We're not, I know but, I'm not, fuck that. Fuck that. I'm not talking about it no more. So let's move on to the next question. I'm glad this is my show. You could, you want got some advice from somebody else and you ain't telling me the goddamn break. That's for them. That's for them. That's for I them. even tell my friends when we go through shit, <laughs> bitch, you got this. You know we could be in, but we cannot goddamn right? <laughs> Look, sometimes oh, you just, um, sometimes who you told that to your most, white client or your black client? Always black. <laughs> oh, damn. Majority black. <laughs> yeah, because it's black women now. I, I will tell you on this time, I remember breaking, but this is during the time I was actually engaged. Mm. So I really broke down like some shit was going on and I really, really broke down, but I felt so safe and secure with this person. Mm-hmm. So I honestly broke down and during this time I was able to, he, he comforted me in such a way that I can't even explain it. So that's why I feel like now, even in a position, if you don't have a person that you can be that vulnerable with that you, mm-hmm. that someone that can hold you together when you break, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like you can't just fall into pieces. Like, no, you have to have someone there that you trust mm. to hold you together while you break so that you don't fall apart. And not this is not a question for you. This is for the uh, listener. Okay, 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 okay. Guys. Don't get upset, but I have to actually stop right here And we're going to do a part two. The conversation was so good. I just could not edit any of this shit. Like, it was just so good. So, um, this is going to be part one. And stay tuned for part two. Smooches. Thank you for tuning in to Closed Door Conversations Podcast. A place where no topic is off limits. No filters will be applied. And no judgment will be allowed. Yes, this is the end of the show, but it's definitely not the end of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. To get even more involved and more exclusive content, join our Patreon community. The conversation continues. Till next time.